Hi. Mm-hmm. What's up? What's Hi. wrong? What's wrong? What? We're trying to introduce people to the podcast. Welcome. No. What the <laughs> fuck? Why are you being mean? This is how. This is the energy you want to start the podcast with. I cursed it. I turned the volume levels down so I you guys get loud mm-hmm. up front, and that's what jinxed it. Mm. Wow. You wow. Know, that's how we get loud. Apparently. Anyways, hello, welcome to episode thirty-seven. <laughs> no. <laughs> yes, we do the episodes we, of no. It's crazy. Yes, we do. That's how it goes. No, we do. It's crazier in my business. Episode thirty-seven. Okay, hello, welcome Hi. to <laughs> It's Crazier in My Business, episode 37. 37. Look okay. at us, we said it at the same well, time. we're not cutting any of that out. I need the people to know. <laughs> you I want them to know bullied. how the sausage gets made? Yeah, I'm being bullied over here. You're being bullied. <laughs> you know what? I'm going to respect you, you enough. This is dessert today, and you're being mean. Also, okay, hi, whatever. Let's go to the intros. I'm Tavi. <laughs> hi, Tavi. I'm Becky. Mm-hmm. And we're your hosts. Yeah, of, yeah. This, of this podcast of, where, mm-hmm. you know, we give advice and stuff. But first, we talk a little bit. We do. About whatever is on our mind. And um, first and foremost, we have a delicious beer here. I don't know if it's delicious. I haven't tasted it, so I'm already lying. <laughs> Tavi doesn't even like beer. <laughs> I don't like beer. It tastes so. like gross soda. <laughs> No, but then tell us about the beer we have in front of us today. Yes, Tavi, you appeared on my beer podcast, Barley and Me, this week. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we met with Full Circle Brewing out of Fresno, California. They've got a bunch of Black History Month beers made. Uh, this is one of them. It's Juicy 2, uh, a double hazy IPA they made with wrapped fruit, nappy roots. Okay. Who we also love has it. their own brewery. The nappy now. roots. I'm sick and tired of being sick and tired. Yeah. You got it. Yeah, I love I love nappy roots. So we're gonna drink some of it. What are you drinking it too, Becky? No, I drank it before we started recording. Did you like it? Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna taste it. Full disclosure, even if I don't like it, I'm gonna say that I like it. So as required by law. Yeah. <laughs> because it's kinda rude to do this on our podcast. But also, Toppy hates beer. I do hate beer. That was very good. <laughs> Anything on your mind this week, Becky? I mean, now I know you're a sociopathic liar. I never lied. I never lied. The secret will be if she reaches for it again. Anyway, that wouldn't surprise me at all. Tavi likes alcohol. I do. So that's, um, that's really not a determining factor. I will drink this thing because it's, well, here's the thing. Because it's great and I loved it. <laughs> This is giving me very much Michael Jackson. I love to tour. <laughs> I love to tour. <laughs> um. You know, beautiful gowns. <laughs> very nice gowns. Anyways, uh, <laughs> I feel like I did have things I wanted to talk about. Oh, mm-hmm. Tavi has been roasting me about my firm grasp on the English language. She doesn't have a firm grasp on the English language. I do have a firm grasp. Mm-mm. Um, I had to read to her the definition of firm last night. <laughs> she chose to read I to had, me the I definition of to. firm because she was trying to imply that I, in fact, did not know what a firm grasp meant, which I do, and additional synonyms to firm. 
Becky doesn't even know the difference between Wednesday and Sunday. And you don't know the difference between Tuesday and Thursday. But I never claimed to have a firm grasp. (laughs) (laughs) That's the difference between you and I. And also Wednesday and Sunday are very different. Tuesday and Thursday at least start with the same letter. (laughs) You know what? I think that's irrelevant. No, it's not. Yeah, I think it is. It's not. I think it is. If you knew anything about the English language, you'd see the similarity. How so? The T's. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Sit with it. All right. Yeah. This is quite the argument. Um. Anyways. Tavi, I was in mock trial in high school. Tavi came over here <laughs> just to hurt my feelings. I think that's all I really wanted to talk about. Tavi makes me feel bad a lot. Oh, my gosh. And I feel like I don't talk about it enough on the podcast. <laughs> oh, no. Because, like, I hate to make disparaging remarks about black women, mm. especially mm. in mixed company. Wow. But. I have to be honest and treat myself about my feelings. And mm. sometimes Tavi makes me feel less than. Now, are you interpreting things that I say um, to be mean because I'm a black woman? Are you not now demonstrating um, your anti-blackness <laughs> in that I'm very nice, but you're perceiving me as mean or aggressive? Okay. Well, first of all, I would like to state that you know, as well as I do, that niceness does not exist. Okay. I, I'm so, a kind human being. You might be kind. That is, is not who is out here, and you're interpreting how I a lot of the things you. that I say negatively. Feels like maybe you've got some things to work it on internally, or maybe mm-hmm. you are not as mindful as a person as you think that you are. And sometimes the things that you say, I happen to receive as hurtful language. And considering the fact that I have such a firm grasp on the mm-hmm. English language, <laughs> I really do understand. Sir. How hurtful these words are. You know what, Rebecca? I'm sorry because it's become clear to me now that we have different definitions of firm. (laughs) And I feel like this this is all just a miscommunication because you have such a loose grasp (laughs) on the English language. You're interpreting me more negatively because you just, you know don't understand. No, I think I understand quite well. That's fine. I feel like nothing has been resolved. Oh, were we supposed to be resolving something? No, well, I was simply trying to express my feelings. Oh. Just independent. I of, hear you mm. and I see you. Okay. And I love you. <laughs> Debatable. I do. Okay. I do. I brought this woman a cheesecake. <laughs> I don't even like cheesecake. <laughs> okay, but she, no, but you know what? That's the thing. This is what I'm saying. This is how manipulative she is. She tells me she doesn't like cheesecake. I'm like, well, you never have my cheesecake. She's just like, well, I don't like cheesecake. I've tried it. I've tried it. I've tried it. I don't like it. Blah, 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 blah. Cool. That's fine. Then the other day, I'm like, oh, I'm going to make a cheesecake. Why come you never make me a cheesecake? How come you don't make me a cheesecake? You said you didn't like cheesecake, Rebecca. Well, you, I never had yours before. So here I am at her home <laughs> with a cheesecake less than 48 hours since said conversation because I love her. <sighs> yes. And she can try my cheesecake. Yeah. Yeah, but there's no lasagna. <laughs> I told the and I'm making her lasagna on Sunday. I know. It's really, it's about my turn to make something. She never cooks for me anymore. I, but you know, I have. <laughs> yeah, she's, no, first of all, Becky has never actually, oh wait, no, that's a lie. That's a lie. She has cooked for me exactly one time. Two times. No. I made you empanadas. For, for me, one time. I was allowed dinner she had already prepared for herself i was making the dinner for you and stephanie oh <laughs> uh, well that was not made clear to me 
why would it be do i did i need to make it clear i mean when i came hello were, here's this when offering i came for you, in my you company. were literally already eating with ben so if it was for me you didn't even wait for me damn to i don't even, i don't even remember that <laughs> no. but also that does sound like you me. guys were already eating and you're like there's some chicken and some rice and i was like okay that's true it really has it's been we'll call it one and a half and tavi yeah. has made multiple meals i for have us. i like but you know what i'm realizing is that i actually like to cook and you're a very good cook. And so other people, I think, don't like to cook. Like, somebody was asking me on my Twitter, oh, Charmon, shout out Charmon, I love you, girl, um, had asked me if she should get an air fryer. And I was like, I have an air fryer, but I don't use it. Like, some people cook scallops in their air fryer, like salmon. I don't, I really use the air fryer for, like, frozen taquitos. Yeah, or that's like, what I use mine yeah, for. Yeah, like, reheating fries or nuggets or like that. Yeah. It's really good for reheating pizza. But, like, when it comes to cooking, these people are cooking whole meals. I get it. It is, I guess, in a sense, easier. But for me, it's not. I feel like cleaning out the, like, different contraption and, like, loading it in there. <laughs> yeah, because people are cooking, like, whole chickens. Chicken. Yeah, and I'm like, <laughs> no. My mom was like, I'm going to make chicken wings. I was like, I'm sorry. This is easier for me to just fry them up. And mm-hmm. I, I think they taste better that way. I know it's, like, healthier to do it in the air fryer. but Allegedly. Because um, less grease and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um. But me, I actually like cooking and I didn't realize how much I like cooking because I've never had large amounts of people to cook for. So mm. if anyone ever wishes to just like open up their kitchen to me, I'll bring the food and cook it. You know, you say these things on this podcast and then- I will. I like cooking. I like cooking and I like the fact that people enjoy what I cook. You do. I You, there's, you have not made anything that I don't enjoy. So there you go. You're very, you're a very good cook. Thank you. Yeah. Makes it fun to do. Yeah. When people like it. That one looks like it tastes good. It's the strawberry saison we were talking about. Oh, but that's not for me. Because it's got strawberries. Yeah. No. But that guy said that he might be able to have it. Do you want a little taste? Yeah. No! Yeah! I can't have this on my conscience. Yeah, it's fine. All I do is throw up. It's fine. I've thrown up here before. I've literally, you've literally watched me drink worse things that will make me throw up. <laughs> I know, but. <laughs> so. <laughs> I don't want to watch something that's like, what if it yeah. makes your mouth itchy? It won't. It's never has before. I just throw up if it's like too much. And I'm still not convinced that it's the strawberries. And I think it's the pesticides. And also, But I've tried it. And I, we used to grow strawberries. We actually grew them in our backyard. And uh, it was the strawberries. <laughs> <laughs> was you the say stuff. the most ridiculous shit. Mm-hmm. Also, R said he was one for strawberries, but he can. Yeah, but he could drink this. So I'm going to taste a little bit of it. Why this is there one, so much head on mine? Because he poured it like that. Poured it to have head. Oh, substantially better. But I love them both. That's good. It tastes like fresh strawberries. Well, this is not barley and me. <laughs> He's getting free promo. Mm. All right. Well, was there anything else we need to address this week? Or should we just hop right into these questions? Um, I think that we should. I'm trying to think if there's anything that like has gone on. Interesting. Has. Maybe I don't have a spermograph. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know. I've just had love this three different glasses of beer. And I think that after that, most people wouldn't have a firm grasp on the English language. I don't know. Some of us, you know. Some of us what, Tommy? Have a resilient <laughs> grasp. Who? Me. You, ha- you have a resilient grasp mm-hmm. of the English language? It perseveres no matter what I'm doing. <laughs> okay. I don't know if I think that's true. It's not up to you to think it's true. Okay. Do you even know what true means? <laughs> I do know okay. what true means. <laughs> I'm kidding. Of course. Let it be known. Mm-hmm. Let a lot of things be known on this podcast. But Tavi has been being rude to me since she got here. 
to like my today home. or like ever to my home just in general she was also rude to me yesterday she I called me not. in the morning what was i what did you I were do? crabby i was crabby yesterday morning. you were a whole crabby patty yeah mm-hmm. talking to me i was having a delightful day i hadn't gone to therapy yet i know i said that <laughs> And but. I didn't want to go, but then I went and I felt a lot better. So that is a lesson to all of you. I know sometimes it's hard to get out of bed and go, but it's good. It's good to go. You know what I do want to discuss, I think? Um, I want to be, and it's up to you whether you want to share your experience with this, though. This was a week where, like, I was in a lot of reflection about whether I was actually a funny comedian or not. Oh, my God, yeah. And uh, it was hard. I don't know if I'm out the other side of it yet, but... Sometimes mm, I, I think, think well, I mean, we I'm can, not that funny. I can say that I think our little visit to the San Jose Improv <laughs> really rattled our nerves a bit because they had a podcast that we found out about. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. Yeah. If you yeah. want to hear this podcast, DM us. We'll, yeah. We'll send and you the post. We were really glossed over, though we were given praise, you know. We, some, yeah, we were given yeah, praise. We were given praise, but like not a lot of. It was very brief. It For compa- the only yeah. two black women on the show yeah. that bookended it. Yeah. Uh, it felt We were We were unfair. really, yeah, glossed over in the mix. When they, like, the podcast really kind of went into detail for other people it, in terms of criticisms, even, like, things they can improve on um, and really highlighting people. And then when our names were brought up, it was just like, yeah, they did a great job. And then just sort of, like. Which is not enough for me because i'm also i'm one of those people that like Mm -hmm. you know how they make you like fill out those questions those questionnaires before you get a job they're like can you take this quiz or this like and it asks it asks like do you need to be recognized for like your accomplishments or like your contributions and i do that is the person that i am like i'm very i have to be transparent about that because i like um praise words of affirmation right. that's very much who i well, am also given the fact that i actually did do a fantastic job and Tavi did you cannot a tell me job. that i wasn't the best person on that show um somebody else was highlighted as like the, like three <laughs> other people mm-hmm. were highlighted before me and i know for a fact i was the best person on that show because everybody else's cheers were coming from other comedians who were their friends who sit in the back it's true um but i actually had great response from the audience so who came know. up to her after yeah. the show. And we're like, you were Multiple great. You were my favorite. Members. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. I just, for me, it feels really anti-black at a certain point in that I feel like there's the bar is always so much higher for black comedians, almost because they think we're performers in the same way that they think that we're athletes. It's almost like we ha- we're supposed to be talented. Yeah. That's what we're for, to tap dance for them. And so when we do something, it's like, yeah, they were funny. Next. Which, ugh. Fuck yeah, it, I don't like it, but I'm also just like, you know, it, it is the game and this is where we're at. So we'll keep, you know, then what's along. new? People don't want us to succeed. That's yeah, pretty we're much black yeah. women. <laughs> surprise, that, surprise. The improv mic wasn't really the catalyst for me. It was a different show for me where I was uh, informed by another comedian that. Um, oh, yeah, this is. Yeah, <laughs> fuck that dude. Because that's really where it did start for you. It did start for them. We're not going to name names. No, we won't. But it was this, different days. Yeah, but. Like, Tavi called me one day and was like... Maybe we're I? not funny. <laughs> and I was like, absolutely not. And then the next day, I was like, maybe we aren't funny. Yeah. <laughs> um. And it was... Yeah, I had done a show. 
I was writing with a comic who um, we carpooled together and that comic proceeded to tell me that I'm like very hard to read by black audiences. Which is not true. And <laughs> it hurt my feelings. I'm sensitive. Yeah. Which really, I every time I tell people this, it surprises our listeners. But yes, Rebecca's very sensitive. I am very sensitive. I don't she, like let, she lets me go out on the ledge being the sensitive one, but she's <laughs> very sensitive. Yeah, I do. I get my feelings hurt very easily, mm-hmm. but I just don't really tell people. I call Tavi. Yeah. She's and more then, guarded than I am, so I take more hits than she does. Yeah, you're yeah. right. So it seems like I'm more sensitive. When we're about the same amount of sensitive, it's the armor that's different. <laughs> <laughs> you do. Have. Yeah, I walk outside butt naked. <laughs> and she lives in a fortress. <laughs> I do. Yeah, so, yeah. Um, but yeah, so it, it's been a hard week in comedy. Not a hard week in comedy, but maybe just a difficult week in self-reflection. Yeah, with our me. peers and with, you know, things coming up. It just, the industry's been hard. Yeah. We're still funny. Absolutely. Navigating yeah. this whole thing can be difficult sometimes. We're co-producing a show together. Yeah. That's going to be a lot of fun. Lots of fun. I've already got people saying that they think they could make it. So hopefully they do. Whoop, whoop. Yeah, I think that's about it. That's all I really wanted to discuss. Okay, well then um, let's get into what this podcast is really about. Tell them what it's about, Rebecca. Hey, friends. If you're turning into this podcast for the first time, go back to a different episode. But <laughs> if you've been listening, then you know that this is an advice podcast. You write into us. You ask us whatever questions you want. We do our best to help you with unprofessional advice. Despite what Tavi it's <laughs> says, it's not professional. I'm a doctor of life and She's a registered pediatrician. Absolutely not a doctor. Mm-hmm. She never did a residency did at Johns a jo- Hopkins. John you Hopkins. can check. How does she know exactly where I went if I didn't go? Because Think about it. Think about it. Even if you Her did, lives don't line up. She, there's so many the holes. timeline doesn't line up. You, you don't know what I did. I'm 30 years old. I had time to go to medical school. Okay. Also, I've noticed I've been calling you Rebecca a lot in the podcast. You have been calling me Rebecca a lot. Here's the thing. And this is something that I will let the people know. You know me for a certain period of time. Everybody starts to want to call me Rebecca. But I'm just, it feels really great. But you know why? Because I really like calling people by their full name. Because yeah. I call Ben Benjamin. Mm-hmm. I do. I, do, I just enjoy calling people by their full name. The only person, I think the only friend that I have that does not consistently call me Rebecca at some point is Shaylin. But I call her Shaylin, so mm. I don't know. It's what happens. It's also really, it's a beautiful name. We talked about this Rebecca is, yeah, yeah, it's biblical. Also, know? I forgot to tell you, my mother said that you have a really infectious laugh. <laughs> because I played for her that I wanted to fuck Sammy Obeyed clip, and she was like, oh my gosh, Becky's laugh. It's so infectious. And I was like, it is. People, I've heard that yeah. quite a bit. I think it's because it really comes <laughs> from, from my heart. Yeah. Meanwhile, I'm just over here like, hey, 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 hey. I hate it. I hate it so much. When I'm really laughing, it's the worst. It's either that or it's like, ah, it's so bad. Like a fucking gremlin or a duck. I used to get bullied for my laugh when I was much younger. Mm -hmm. So it's weird now when anybody likes it because also people recognize it. And I'm like, I don't know if people recognize it because it's like a good thing or if they're like, no, most of the time they're just like, I knew it was you. Yeah. And I'm like, I "I don't don't know if I like that, but I have a distinctive voice as well. Well, we're going to hop into these questions. Yes, we are. Okay. And this first one is heavy. It has a trigger warning um, of death and adoption. So if this isn't good for you, then uh, I guess we'll probably try to put a timestamp in the notes. Okay. So go look at the show notes for when this uh, ends if you do not want to hear about death and adoption. Um, so here we go. 
Hey, y'all. So I'm interested in looking into my family history. My grandmother was adopted, but she passed away and I wasn't able to ask her enough questions and it was hard for her to talk about it. Both of her adopted parents passed away when she was 12 and 16. I really want to know where she's from and who her biological parents are or if that's even possible to know. I'd love to hear y'all's perspective. Okay. Okay, go ahead, Becky. (laughs) Oh, I would say the first step... This is the advice that I'll give you and then I'll give you like perspective. Um, I think the first step to finding out more is doing a DNA test. There are, I think, Ancestry Ancestry DNA and 23andMe are like the most mainstream ones. I don't know if they've come up with any knockoff brands yet. Um, But I did 23andMe plus health, which is always a good idea. was the knockoff of the Ancestry. Okay. I don't know. I don't know. I That's couldn't tell you. Asking, I, I feel like, no, <laughs> I think it's just like a Walmart Target situation. I don't know that. Okay. Well, yeah. Target is technically the knockoff of Walmart. Is it? It is. Yeah. Better. Walmart was first. It's better. Ooh, but it it's was like when Whitney Houston covered I Will Always Love You. <laughs> it is. It is. Okay. And we do love Dolly. Let's not um, get off track. Back to the point. Mm-hmm. I, <laughs> um, I recommend taking a DNA test. I think that that is always, especially... Because with 23andMe, you can do um, the plus health option. That's what I did. I imagine Ancestry DNA also has that option. I'm not sure. Um, but that can help, you know, at least solve some mysteries in regard to, like, um, medical history and the like. But it, that is a really great option to find out about your bloodline. Um, that's what I did because I, I'm adopted. Mm-hmm. And so um, I had waited until my parents passed away and then I did um, a 23 and me and learned. Wow. So much. Um, Yeah. Yeah. But so I recommend that. Um, And also just like, keep in mind that you don't necessarily have to tell anybody that you're doing it. You know, everybody has like very different views on adoption on like the legitimacy of adoptive families versus biological families. So if this is just something that you yourself are curious about, I highly recommend doing it. Um, you know, you don't have to share with anybody else unless you want to. It might not be possible to find through 23andMe who exactly um her parents were. It really depends Especially on the given timeline. That they passed away. Yeah. But they might have the death they do have death records on Ancestry. Yeah, that's if what I was If somebody say. has uploaded it, it's there. Also if it's public most of the death records are public record, but they would have to connect that first. So maybe a, a good step would be to do both would be to do 23andMe and do Ancestry DNA because Mm -hmm. I know Ancestry DNA is way better about tracking um, like documents that prove Ancestry. Well, yeah, and that's what I was going to say is that if you, I mean, your grandmother, if her uh, parents, if she was adopted, I don't know when she was adopted um, and what exactly happened because we also know that like people's birth certificates get altered. But I would start there first because that's public record. You know what your grandmother's name is. Mm Mm-hmm. And see if those names match up with the people that you know that raised her or they're other different. They're different. Yeah. That's like right there. Names to put in. And you can just start looking people up. Like Google searches are amazing, y'all. It really is. I mean, yeah, I've done a lot of Googling. Um, It can feel disheartening at times because there is so much information to like have to sift through. Mm -hmm. Um, So I would say maybe... I don't know, for the sake of like your mental health, don't overload yourself with things like maybe set aside time. Um, yeah, patient, to devote. don't put it all in one day. Yeah. 
don't yeah. feel like because there really isn't a timeline in yeah. learning about your past. Like you can you can spread it out. And um, I know if you're anything like me, I do get hyper fixated. And once I'm like on a trail, I'll keep going on it. But it's really important to like step back. Yeah. Go outside. Go on a walk. Like if you <laughs> found a place friends. like and you, you found information, just like note it down, bookmark it. Be like, this is a good place to come back to. Yeah. I think that's really like all that I have to say about that. Mm -hmm. I really do encourage you to explore that, though. Um, This is definitely something that if you want any more just like advice or guidance, please DM me on Instagram. Um, I know that's Becky on Instagram. And just let me know that this is something that you're navigating. And I would love to help you as best I can, even if it's just like working through like thoughts and feelings regarding it. Um, Because it can also be difficult if you're sharing with family members that this is something that you want to do. Because not everybody has not everybody's at the same stage of wanting to learn about, you know, biological bloodlines or ancestry and whatnot. So feel free to reach out. I would love to um, help you with this. Yeah. But I hope that this insight was helpful. All right. So our next question. And also, I want to make a note that we've gotten over 100 questions on this podcast. So Have far. we really? Yeah. Wow. I mean, like on our actual submission form, we just hit 100, but people have sent emails. Right. We've also had multiple questions in, you know. Instagram in, DMs. Yeah, in just Instagram DMs. But yeah, we've all answered close to 100, if not over 100 questions oh by now. Gosh. So I think that's a really cool milestone for us. Good for us. Yeah, look at us. Look at us helping people as amateurs and not professionals. Mm-hmm. Will you? Speak for yourself. <laughs> um, you see how they all should have bring a black woman down? Shut up. Um, Don't do this. Our next question. Hi, ladies. My question is on how to handle money issues with my husband. We make decent money, but I happen to make more. I spend, but more on house items or for the family. And my husband is cheap AF. I hate when he gets mad at what I'm buying or spending when I feel like I work hard enough to be able to spend on something I want. Literally anything is unnecessary spending to him. How do I convince him that I make money and I should be able to buy what I want without his opinions and not having to say, I make more money, leave me alone? Because sometimes I get frustrated enough that I want to say that even though I know it won't solve a thing. Oh, that's super tricky. Uh, I assume that you have joined your finances, which like I commend you, but <laughs> couldn't be me. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all be safe out there, though. Um, I know that this may sound like going backwards, but I almost feel like what I want to recommend is that you have like your joint account and then you have your personal account and you determine what money goes where. Yeah. Um, if he feels like he is so entitled to speaking on how you spend your hard earned money. Yeah. then my response to that would to limit his access to your hard-earned money. Right. Um, you know, still maintain that, like, you discuss whatever it is that you want to spend money on for, like, big purchases. But ultimately, it's very unfair. Of I mean, I will take a step back in just to ask, like, what contributes to why he is so cheap? Yeah. Is there, you know, is there like a financial insecurity that he's coming out of? Mm-hmm. Was he always worried about a finite amount of money like as, you know, as a youth or like through college or right. whatever? Because if it's just something that's being triggered by you spending money how you want, then like maybe there does need to be more of an in-depth conversation about like, hey, we have savings, we have money, we right. have a roof over our head, like everything that we need is taken care of and then some. Mm-hmm. So it's okay to spend frivolously. If I want to. Right. In this way. And you can too, Mm -hmm. you know, but if it's um, if it seems like he has just a hard line and is not willing to 
like navigate that with you, then you just you need to have your own money. Yeah. I'm with Becky on this. I think that it's, it, there are a lot of people who have that as like a trauma response. So they're thinking about retirement and savings is very important to them. Mm-hmm. So I would have that conversation to see what exactly to like get to the root of it. Like what is his issue with you guys spending or is there something that he wanted to save up for is, you know, anything you, you want to know what's going on. I also think um, Becky's right in that. I mean, having your own money. Yes. But also just like sitting down and making a budget that you can talk to him. If he doesn't think you guys are saving enough, then you need to be like, Hey, this is how much I can put in personally Mm -hmm. to saving every month. And like she said, have your separate spending money, have what goes into your house fund and have what's going into your savings. That way he already knows. And then the rest of the money is none of his concern. Right. Because he's gotten what he feels. And that's why I feel like that's more of a collaborative issue. I don't want that something to be like you saying it by yourself. I think you guys should sit down and really talk about how much of your paychecks should be going into this. Because he might also feel like he's putting in all of his paycheck, even if it's not equivalent to yours. Mm Mm-hmm. If he's putting in all of his paycheck and you're only putting in 60% of your paycheck, he's going to feel a certain type of way about you spending money because he doesn't have money to spend. Right. And so I think that it's important for you guys to kind of talk. I've also always felt like um, it shouldn't be 50-50. If you're making more money than it should be, you know. Yeah, you should scale things to what makes sense to your financial standing. That's what the Benjamin and I have done. You know, we make things as even as they could be for. Yeah, equitable. Exactly. Your percentage, like how much of your paycheck is going to bills is the percentage, not the amount. Right. Right. And that that makes because that's what you're you're still giving the same amount of effort. Right. You just don't happen to make as much. And so I think that's important. Because if he's not spending anything again, you're saying he thinks anything's unnecessary. Sounds like this man probably never spends anything on himself. So maybe that's the problem. Yeah. Maybe he should be able to spend a little bit, you know, maybe yeah. buy him some stuff. Yeah. I always feel like that as a woman. That's like the cheap trick. If you're going to Target, get him something. Mm-hmm. Get him a robe. Get him some slippers. Now he's mad, but he's comfy. <laughs> you know, he's like, what did you buy? And it's like, I bought you something. <laughs> and you just hide the other. That's what I try to do when I come home with yeah. my 15 TJ Maxx bags. I'm like, look, I bought you a shirt. <laughs> It's Look at this thing. nice shirt. It buttons. You want me to take all of this back, including <laughs> your shirt? Your new shirt? But put it on. It fits you so nice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Don't you like how you feel? Don't even worry about it. They hate doing an exchange of one thing. <laughs> I'm not taking all of this back. So, yeah. But yeah, um, money conversations are hard. Absolutely. Um, you know, I'm sending you both grace as you navigate this. But I, I have yeah. a lot of faith that y'all will figure it out. Yeah. Also, how long have y'all been married? This yeah. is crazy. <laughs> um, no, I, everyone's got their own different timeline for struggles. So here we are. We are third question. Mm-hmm. Ready to go. What is your take on the Jimmy Manese comedy Thursday situation? <gasps> Hold on. Let me just first say this. We've avoided speaking about this topic for quite some time. We have. It's very sensitive subject matter. It is. Um, and we didn't want to speak out of turn or say the wrong thing. We wanted to make sure we handled this situation appropriately. As mindfully as possible. With tact mm-hmm. and with respect to all parties involved. Especially the parties involved. Yes. We wanted but, to make sure that we were abreast of all of the facts mm-hmm. of the situation. And I don't even think that me and Becky share all of the same sentiments. I, I think, think that's that, true. I think that this is a very complex situation. Yes. Okay. And there's good people on both sides. <laughs> There are good people on both 
sides. So, Rebecca, do you want to give a little background into what's going on? Okay. So, are the listeners who are not privy to Sacramento, Stockton, you know, nor- North, North California, Northern California. This is a scandal that's rocked comedy the scenes. scenes. It's it's something that's really plaguing our community right it now. Is, it's it tearing is. us apart, brother against brother. Sister against sister. Okay. We're struggling. We're struggling. But and we will remain united as we'll we try can. To. We have to rebuild. As we <laughs> navigate this. Mm-hmm. So the background of this situation is that in the Chico comedy scene, there is a show, um, an open mic slash showcase that is known as uh, Comedy Thursdays. And it was recently brought to the attention. But just to be clear, it's because comedy takes place on Thursday. Yes. The night of the week. Yes. Okay. It is on Thursday. You know, the thing on the calendar that is the day that we all have and share together. I like to assume that our listeners have a firm grasp on the English language. Well, you don't, so... (laughs) And I trusted you. Look at us already fracturing. <laughs> I know, beneath Just the like weight that of scene comedy in Encanto. Um, okay. So, yeah. There, this show has been running for quite some time at this venue um, in Chico. And again, the title is Comedy Thursday. Recently, it was brought to the attention of the producer and host of this show that Comedy Thursday was a name that had already been used to establish a brand that has existed since, I believe, 2014 or so um, by a producer in the Stockton, Modesto, Sonora comedy scene mm-hmm. area. Mama award winner. <laughs> yes. Jimmy uh, Meniz. Jimmy Meniz. Put some respect on Jimmy's name. Absolutely. And he has worked tirelessly to establish a strong. Firm, <laughs> if some would say. A firm hold. Um, brand mm-hmm. in within the comedy community, right under Comedy Thursday. Under Comedy Thursday, so he feels as though mm-hmm. his intellectual property has been infringed upon by somebody else. By also s- recognizing that it is Thursday and people will <laughs> and be performing comedy, comedy. Is happening. Yes, he's like no, no, no. And so, mm-hmm. when I initially saw this claim of. I mean, I'm not even sure plagiarism, intellectual theft. I mean, it's all of the above. It is. And when I saw it, I found it laughable, quite frankly, Uh, because uh, in uh, my uh. mind, (laughs) in my mind, how absurd it is to believe that the name Comedy Thursday could be an original thought. Right. Because comedy takes place on thursdays across the nation right right but then then (laughs) when i discussed this Mm -hmm. with my co-host tavi yes we did we had a discussion which led to some research she did some research we like to you know fact check we like to do our our due diligence in hearing out both sides of this and tavi what did you find we found that when we Googled Comedy Thursday, Jimmy Meniz was right there at the top. <sighs> Having built the brand under Comedy Thursday, he is one of the top results for Comedy Thursday. Established a stronghold. His picture is on the Facebook page. Jimmy Meniz owns Comedy Thursday. And, and look. Uh, there's no denying that fact. 
I am not proud mm-hmm. to know that this is the case and mm-hmm. that I have to acknowledge this truth because, because <laughs> the name is so silly. Yeah. But it Jimmy shouldn't is belong. so stupid. I'll say it because he's not listening to this podcast. And even if he does, what's he going to do? What are you going to do, Jimmy? I'm out of your reach, man. I feel it's really dumb that you thought you owned Comedy Thursday. And it's even dumber that you do. (laughs) It's really messed up, man. It's messed up. What I think is important to acknowledge, though, while Jimmy has been proven to have established this brand, it has not been fostered it has not grown there has not been shows there have not been shows mm-hmm. operating under the comedy thursday umbrella really been inactive on his facebook page not yeah not for um, at least four years yeah really not engaging with it so yeah for yeah for at least four the years. venue at which comedy thursday was operating in the 209 area has burned down mm. and I would say that comics in that area now are not even aware that that comedy show ever existed. Right. And so what do I look like trying to attack a producer who is giving hard-earned stage time Mm. to comedians all over the state? Answer the question, Jimmy. (laughs) While he may have co-opted, stole the title Comedy Thursday, is he not doing this brand justice by growing its reach? But in that, does he not need to then on the flyer put a little face of Jimmy Maniz (laughs) and say, Comedy Thursday, Jimmy Maniz's Comedy Thursday brought to you by... Funny Dylan, ball. Dylan Collins. Because <laughs> if we're name dropping Jimmy Manese, we might as well do You're Manese. the one that name dropped Jimmy Manese. It Manese's. was in the question. Oh, yeah, you're right. You're right. I propose that we do a Comedy Thursday. We do Jimmy Manese's Comedy Thursday presented by Becky and <laughs> What I propose mm-hmm. is Comedy Court. Mm. I think comedy that court. there needs to be a trial. Why don't we do this? We should do it. So if you are, (laughs) if you feel personally victimized by either of the parties in this situation, we'll call it, please write into the pod and let us know. And we will do. Honestly, low key, I really do want to reach out to both (laughs) Jimmy and Dylan and invite them onto the podcast so we can have a sit down where we discuss really the ins and outs because of comedy thursday i anybody, might reach out to them and be like are you guys interested in needing <laughs> to have a, a moderated discussion regarding the merits of comedy thursday i think that this is a great idea mm-hmm. and who else to bring justice than to two libras scene, than two libras yeah the fairest of them all exactly i hope that we hear from the parties in this case soon. Mm-hmm. And I hope to bring peace. Yeah. 
amongst these comedy scenes. Yeah. We're all working towards a common goal. Yeah. I think. And we can't let it tear us apart. Right. We need to stay united against improvisers. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. The true enemy. They're really, they get way too many opportunities. (laughs) And their shows are always packed. For what? They're bad at it. They're not. Improv is so great. But <laughs> some people are bad at it. Some people are. I have a follow-up question. Ben Harvey. 707V916530 area codes homegrown comedy debate. Ooh. We We're going to save that did, for next yeah, we episode. We don't have enough time to get into There's a lot of. Both exist at the same time. Yeah. All right, folks. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. We might have a special comedy court <laughs> episode. Where we discuss who's right and who's wrong. <laughs> there's uh, a lot of mess out here. Yeah, there's always a lot. And we are here yeah. to to settle the scores. Uh, uh, but before we get out of here today. Yes. Uh, we did have uh, one of our long-term listeners write in and ask us about some music rep- uh, recommendations. Right. So I did want to see if you had any music recommendations for the people. Things that they should be uh, listening to, looking out for. I'm quite literally going through my Apple Music right now because, like, I will be honest with you, the only music that I've listened to for the last three weeks has been the Encanto soundtrack. It's great. Um, Surface Pressure It is is the best song. <laughs> it's so good. It's so good. I've also uh, recently learned that I do, in fact, like jazz, despite yeah. uh, what I have ever said previously. Everybody just says they don't like jazz. In the same way that people say they don't like country. Just oh no, I love country music. Um, no, but I mean, I'm not saying you. I'm saying oh, people. Yeah. It's one of those genres that people just hate on without doing extensive research into because it's easy, right? Yeah, I agree with you that. You hear one country song, and you're like, oh, is it all like this? And I'm like, I love country. I really do. I own a Reba McIntyre album. Do you? I do. I own a Dixie Chicks album. I own mm-hmm. Dixie Chicks Fly. It was the first CD that I ever got. And I thought of buying the best of Rascal Flats. Mm. I thought I can. Cons- I strongly considered it. And as Nappy Roots say. The whole damn world is country. To call back to Nappy Roots. Yeah. See, you know, did say that. The engineer keeps getting a little bit too comfortable getting yeah, on the mic on yeah. this podcast. It's true. Um, um. <laughs> <laughs> but thank you. We appreciate your contribution. I have recently, because of the fact that I am, um, I am learning my love of jazz. And I mean, I've always loved funk music, but um, I've been listening to a lot of Idris Muhammad. Okay. And it's been keeping me very chill during uh, very insane traffic on the 80, especially at the interchange. Uh, what else have I been listening to? Everything else is just the same shit that I've been listening to forever. I listen to a lot of Louis Del Mar, um, Solange, Kanye West. <laughs> we don't need to talk about him this episode. <laughs> Charlie Hilton. That's about it. That's that's what I'm listening to right now. That's what's in my uh recently recently played. Okay. What about you? Um, so I love love songs. I love love. I'm a romantic. If you guys didn't know that, um, it's probably the one thing about being a Libra that's very true to me. And I like uh, a lot of the ballads. I'm a big Ron Pope fan. Oh, love Dermot Kennedy. Dermot Kennedy is my hands down my favorite artist. Um, all of his songs are fantastic and that's Dermot with a D um, and he is an Irish I want to say like folk pop singer okay uh, I don't know how you would I don't know how other people would classify him but I would say like folk pop singer and he he sings with a really great tone 
and it's just a very strong voice, strong vocals. Um, my, if you needed a song to start off with, I think all my friends and an evening I will not forget are my favorites. But also moments past, Rome, lost. They're all great. I tend to like a lot. I listen to a lot of Stormzy. He is a grime rapper from the UK. Otavi um, loves UK music. I do. Audacity by Stormzy. Yes. Yeah, I'm I really I think that that's that tops off what I do. Oh, oh no, no, Dave too. Dave. He just Oh won, yeah, you put me on to Dave, Dave. And I love Dave now. Dave is so good. Location by Dave featuring Burna Boy. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Listen to that immediately. Expeditiously. <laughs> And own it by Stormzy featuring Burna Boy, and also listen to Burna Boy, okay? Because he's great. Um, I'm thinking now that maybe we should add a segment to our podcast of like what we're listening to. Yeah, is that something that we should? Maybe, and then like we could just like put the songs in the in the show notes. Yeah, so you guys can go listen. Maybe to we could start an "It's Crazier in My Business" playlist. <gasps> Ooh, on Apple could. Music. On Apple Music. Yeah. Hmm. And then that way you guys can know what we're listening to and listen along with us. Yeah. Because I, yeah, I love sharing my music with people. I've told myself I will no longer be sharing it with people I'm romantically entwined with. Which is so interesting to me. Um, Because, no, because I'm very, so this is the thing. I'm very emotional and I do connect a lot with music. I I could not stop listening to music if somebody paid me a million dollars. It would just ruin my life. I would have to kill myself. Um, So... For me, when somebody asks me like what my favorite songs are, I share them and I instantly like feel very connected to the person I allowed into like this space with me, especially when it's one on one sharing music on a playlist anonymously like that you guys are going to listen to. I don't know. But sitting down to listen to songs with people is like a very um, intimate thing for me sharing my music with them. So um, I get attached and I don't like it. So I'm no longer sharing music with people that I'm not like committed to. I mean, mm. you share music with me. We're not in a relationship. Yeah, but... Yeah. Okay, that's fair. Ben, did you also notice how the other day I was here, she asked you to move out of the way so she could gaze into my eyes? Who? Becky. When you were what sitting, do you mean who? When you were who sitting between us on the couch. Oh, yes. Right. Yeah. I remember. Because was that a weird thing to do? Yeah, because yeah. she is like in love Why with me. It's weird? really weird. She keeps putting herself in these situations. It was like you have a conversation. I get it. Mm, I think that it she was... She wanted to stare lovingly into my eyes. I think it's important for the person that you're conversing with to be in your line of sight. Like okay. right now, we're having okay. this conversation across from each yeah. other. Okay. I think that that's how conversations mm-hmm. work. Okay. But you she's, make it sound like I'm trying to kiss you on the she's mouth. She's always trying to kiss me. You brought it up, not me. That's why you just got because spit up on. <laughs> That's why your baby just spit on you. Because it's the lies. Just, she can't stomach them. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> don't do that. <laughs> it's just Anyways, true. Remy can't stomach the lies. I don't want to kiss you on the mouth. She keeps trying to, though. No, I literally have mm-hmm. never even been close enough to you to kiss she you on the mouth. She tries to kiss me on the mouth um, all the time. I think that that's like a ridiculous thing to say. It's okay. Anyways, I think that that about wraps it up for this podcast. Uh, Tavi, where can people find you? Ten toes on the pavement, hanging, banging, slanging, thang, thanging on Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter at Tavi Talks Trash. Becky, where can we find you? Y'all can find me at Twitter and Instagram at Oh That's Becky. You can check out uh, my website at ohthatsbecky.com to see upcoming dates. Also, in my link tree in my bio on Instagram, um, not only is there the submission form for this podcast, but there is also uh, a clip of me telling jokes about when I gave birth to this 
child. And they're very funny jokes. Yeah. Yeah, they're funny. They're very funny. All right. Please, when you need advice, you guys, which is all the time, I know that we're all struggling during these strange times, uh, ask us questions because we want to help you. You can click the link in the show notes. Okay. You can um, fill out the submission form that's in both of our link trees in our bios on Instagram. Yeah. You can DM either one of us on Instagram or you can email us at it's crazier in my business at gmail.com. We appreciate yeah. you listening to our podcast uh, every week for the most part. And if and we didn't get to your question, we will get to them. We yes, had, we finally you guys have did give us more questions. So we do questions. definitely appreciate it. Keep sending them in. But if we didn't get to your question this week, we definitely will get to it on an upcoming episode. Absolutely. Thank you so much for listening. We love you guys. Bye. Bye.